Good evening, I'm Abe Shapiro, and this is your Disability News Briefing. Paula Goldberg, a national representative renowned for her advocacy on behalf of children with disabilities, died Sunday. She was 79. In 1977, Goldberg co-founded and served as executive director of the Pacer Center, an organization dedicated towards helping parents of children with disabilities connect with each other. In a statement to Minnesota Public Radio, Pacer board member Kathy Graves lamented that, quote, it is a blow. She's not like one in a million. She's like one in 10 million, end quote. Graves went on to call the late Goldberg an extraordinary person and described her passing as a tremendous loss to the disability world. Pacer runs more than 30 programs targeted to parents, students, and professionals working within the disability community. The U.S. Department of Education will update a 45-year-old civil rights law protecting students with disabilities from discrimination. The department this month will begin collecting public comments on what is known as Section 504, which applies to students with physical or mental health needs who might not qualify for special education under the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act. Special education experts say there's wide variation in how school districts accommodate students' needs in the classroom, and that parents are often in the dark about their children's rights under 504. While the world has undergone enormous changes since 1977, the department's Section 504 regulations have remained unaltered, said Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights Catherine E. Lawman. As we observe the 45th anniversary of these important regulations, it is time to start the process of updating them. Just as in 1977, the voices of people with disabilities must be heard and incorporated as we engage in this work. In April of 1977, hundreds of people with disabilities held protests at several of the regional offices of the Department of Education's predecessor, the Department of Health, Education, and Welfare, demanding that the agency approve the long-delayed 504 regulations, which were signed on May 9th of that same year. The Los Angeles Unified School District voted on a controversial proposal to reshape education for thousands of deaf students on Tuesday. This resolution will create a new deaf and hard-of-hearing education department within the district's special education program. The resolution also places American Sign Language into the district's dual language and bilingual program and makes ASL English, bilingual education, the district-wide standard for early intervention with deaf and hard-of-hearing students. Supporters say the move addresses the district's urgent need for language equity, while opponents decree it as a violation of parental rights. From the supporters' side, LAUSD board member Jackie Goldberg stated to the Los Angeles Times, quote, This is not a motion to avoid options. This is an opportunity to make sure that everyone gets all options presented which both sides say is currently not the case, end quote. On the opposition side, Los Angeles mayoral candidate Rick Caruso expressed disappointment in the decision and that bilingual instruction is obsolete for the youngest deaf learners who almost universally receive cochlear implants, allowing the majority to listen and speak. On the medical side, experts point out that not every family has the same access to high-quality, well-fitting hearing aids, or to the surgical revisions and training necessary to use such an implant successfully. Nor can families predict ahead of time how well an implant will work, or what degree of hearing the child will retain over time. In a May 10th statement to the LA Times, 
Tawny Holmes Hillwalk. The Language Planning and Policy Council at Gallaudet University explained, quote, you need a lot of services, and Medicaid doesn't fully cover that. Children under five who got technical devices might still have struggled with acquisition of language. Mattel said this month that it was releasing the first Barbie doll with behind-the-ear hearing aids. The toy maker is also introducing a doll with a prosthetic leg. The offerings are part of the Fashionistas collection, which includes over 175 looks that vary in skin tone, eye color, hair color, texture, disability, and fashion. In a statement to Disability Scoop, one of the nation's largest news organizations dedicated to covering developmental disabilities, Mattel Executive Vice President and Global Head of Barbie Products, Lisa McKnight, said, quote, Barbie wholeheartedly believes in the power of representation, and as the most diverse doll line on the market, we are committed to continuing to introduce dolls featuring a range of skin tones, body types, and disabilities to reflect the diversity kids see in the world around them, end quote. A new report published Monday by WHO and UNICEF reveals that more than 2.5 billion people need one or more assistive products, such as wheelchairs, hearing aids, or apps that will support communication and cognition. Yet nearly 1 billion of them are denied access, particularly in low- and middle-income countries, where access can be as low as 3% of the need for these life-changing products. According to WHO, this report notes that the number of people in need of one or more assistive products is likely to rise to 3.5 billion by 2050 due to populations aging and the prevalence of non-communicable diseases rising across the world. The report also highlights the vast gap in access between low- and high-income countries. An analysis in the report of 35 countries reveals that access varies from 3% in poorer nations to 90% in wealthy countries. Affordability is a major barrier to access, the report notes. Around two-thirds of people with assistive products reported out-of-pocket payments for them. Others reported relying on family and friends to financially support their needs. And that's all for your disability news briefing. For WFHB News, I'm Abe Shapiro. Live and learn.